Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, I try to keep these uh, messages and these little talks straightforward without going into theological language and fancy terminology. But I need to point out the fact that Psalm 139, which we're about to look at, is about God's unique attributes. And so David is the author, and he writes providing support for what we understand to be God's nature. And specifically, uh, these terms are not used within the psalm, but these terms draw support from this psalm. Omniscience, the Lord is omniscient, uh, meaning that he knows everything. The Lord is omnipresent, meaning that he is present everywhere all the time. And he is omnipotent, meaning he is all-powerful. These three aspects of God's nature are amplified in various ways throughout the psalm. So listen now as I read Psalm 139. For the director of music of David, a psalm, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty! They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them as my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, I like the way this concludes, because David first 
outlines the magnificent, all-inclusive attributes of God, his all-knowing nature, his all-perceiving omnipotence. And then he says, this God is the one he wants to search him and to know his thoughts and his ways. And so knowing full well who God is, he asked him for a close personal examination. I like that a lot. And friends, we would do well to emulate King David in this. So in verse 1, David says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. And of course, the Lord has searched each of us, and he knows us well. He goes on to speak about um, God's omniscience, his knowledge. Verse 2, You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. So the Lord is aware of our thoughts. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. And so the Lord's knowledge is absolute. He knows everything about us, and yet he loves us. He knows everything about you, friends, and yet he loves you. He desires to be in relationship with you forever, knowing full well who he's dealing with. And then David speaks of more of the attributes of God. He says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? And of course, the answer is there's nowhere to get away from the presence of the Lord. If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. And then he goes on to say that the darkness doesn't hide us from the Lord because the darkness is the same as light to the Lord. He's not hindered by darkness. David then acknowledges that Yahweh is his creator, that Yahweh has planned his life and foreseen his uh, destiny from before his birth. Verse 13, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. By the way, this psalm is very applicable for a pro-life position this knowledge of God creating us in the womb and knitting us together. Verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Now this writing of our lives in the book of God before we were even born and walking through our lives. This is a magnificent observation. Our lives are not planned before us, but the Lord uh, knows what the decisions are that we'll make. In other words, this does not negate or invalidate our free will and our choices, but neither does it override the Lord's omniscience in knowing what it is we'll do and who we're who we're going to be in the days of our flesh. And so the Lord knows these things. And once again, he still loves us. And the Lord thinks about each of us extensively. Verse 17, David pens, how precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And friends, imagine the grains of sand. If God indeed thinks of us more than there, um, there are grains of sand in the earth. How vast indeed are his thoughts toward us and for us. David goes on to say that he despises those who hate the Lord. 
Verse 19, if only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them as my enemies. And so strong words from David concerning the enemies of God. David concludes by asking the all-powerful God that he knows so well to examine him carefully and see if there's anything that needs to be dealt with and to guide uh, David in a way that he can deal with these things. Verse 23 Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is anything offensive in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Friends, like David, we should acknowledge that God has intimate knowledge of each of us. There is nothing hidden from the Lord. He knows more about us than we know about ourselves. And truth be told, there are some things that we cannot even perceive about ourselves. But the Lord, through his unique attributes, is able to deal with those things that are hidden even from us. And so we need to pray, as David did, that this all-powerful God would search us, would help to refine us, would show us if there's anything that needs to be dealt with in the way of repentance or changes in our lives. While we're still on this side of the grave, it's a great gift to have the Lord point out things that should be dealt with and for him to give us the grace to deal with them. So, Lord, we ask you as our all-powerful God to search each of us to see if there be any wicked ways in us. God, you know our hearts. We ask you to test us, test our thoughts, test our words, test our ways, and see if there's anything offensive to you. God, help us to deal with those things in repentance and change. Lead us in your ways everlasting. We love you, God. We want to be with you forever. We bless you and we thank you for the provision made through Jesus, for our sins to be forgiven, and for us to be more like him day by day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.